listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Audrey. And... You're first! <laughs> I'm first every time, huh? <laughs> Fuck Jake Silly. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, we're uh, continuing no. our Miss Marvel no, comics. can we restart? Sure, we can Thank redo you. it. I mean, I could just cut it out, too. Well, that was funny. Let's just keep all of this. That was hilarious. All right. Okay. <laughs> Yes. And this week we are continuing our Miss Marvel run. We are just trucking along. We're going to be about a little over halfway done, I believe, once we finish these comics here. So, uh, Charlie, how about you lead us off? What do you got? Uh, I continued in your champions run, 6 through 11. Um, I was not I was not crazy about this part. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. I just... I thought the story kind of fell flat a little bit. Sure, so. sure. Uh, was this the one with the weird, like, strong lady? The, yes. Yeah. And with like, the freelancers? Yeah, the freelancers. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. I read through this story. Agreed. Yeah. It kind of falls flat. So. Yeah. Not a fan. Not a lot of Ms. Marvel either. So Yeah. Which is weird because she founds the group in the first half of the champions and then disappears huh. in the second half. It's just all about Viv and Spider-Man. Yeah. Which, and uh, Amadeus. Yeah. Okay. Which, or it concentrates don't, on them. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, all great characters, but just Fine. not Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we begin with them, you know, they see all the champion gear that everybody has that apparently has been circulating around the internet, and they are not really concerned, they think they're creating a movement, and they go to play paintball for team building, and <laughs> they are using their powers, so that's interesting, it's kind of fun, they're Yeah, kind of like fucking around. I don't know how Hulk would be an advantage, but he seems to think that he has an advantage in paintball. But yeah, he, I, he, he, <laughs> they talk about how big he is. It's like how you're you're the biggest target. Like yeah. Yeah. also, why Ms. Marvel didn't go like super small? I don't understand. But she should be great at paintball. You would think, yeah. But anyways, right. Vision shows up and says, uh, "Viv, it's five o'clock. You're supposed to be home." And <laughs> it's past your curfew. Um, we then skip to where we're having the freelancers being introduced and they are a private security force that's young super powered and politically flexible yes so, so in, they're not good guys yeah in my last reading the the kaiju episode uh that is the team that was uh defending or trying to push all the people off so the pipeline could be finished yeah oh. so, so they're, they're so, back doing the same bullshit yeah so in this one they're kind of fighting because they're all douchebags mm-hmm. and then they bring in some homeless people that they say they're going to get food to yep and then immediately they start betting on what's going to happen between panic and fear and <gasps> how the these two homeless people are who's going to punch who first oh. yeah so, so uh, yeah, like, essentially, one plays on their desires, and the other one pay- plays on their fears, and then they just pit them against each other. Yeah, to That's see who punches up. the other one. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's not a great look for them. No. Um, the homeless people wake up, you know, from their, you know, disillusioned minds, and they're kind of like, you can't do that. We're not puppets. And they say, no, we're the freelancers. We'll do whatever we want. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, it's a bit fucked. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, then they go to the police station and they claim it was the champions. So that was the first issue um, of them kind of introducing this idea of the freelancers. They're not great people and that they are, you know, the, they're blaming the champions. So yeah, that's kind of the setup for this whole story arc. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found it interesting because in the first arc of the champions, it's like, oh, this is it's a new team in town, and you know they're they're doing good things, and then immediately the next arc is like, oh, there's people impersonating the champions to bring them down. Like it's like eh, it seems a little early for that, but sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they should have done maybe another story before they. Did yeah, this there should have been something more in the, between the two. So online, the the word is getting out about these you know two homeless men who were fighting and blaming it on the champions um, and they're brought into the, like a, like a questioning room and police officers or detectives or whatever are asking them questions about it. They're claiming they didn't do it. Vision saying I was with them. I saw them. They were paintballing. I have their cover story and they go online and they're seeing all these things that are happening and they figure out, Oh, it's the freelancers. Yeah. They are able to puzzle this (laughs) out. (laughs) These guys are assholes. (laughs) Um, we cut to the freelancers in Minneapolis where they are moving people out of low-income housing by scaring them out of it. They're reverse Scooby-Doo. Wait, no, th- this is just Scooby-Dooing. They're, yeah. they're being the masked <laughs> Scooby-Doo villain. Yeah. Yeah, so they are <laughs> what the fuck? They're blowing up the houses. They're muscling people out. They're just being assholes, really. The champions show up and they say, you know, pick a target. We're going to fight them. They start to fight. Fighting ensues. You know, they're obviously not happy with what they're doing. The freelancers are saying, no, we just want to make some money. Yeah. We don't really care. We're flexible. We just want money, right? Fair enough. <laughs> I guess, but yeah. like... At least they're honest. Not, yeah. not bum fights, though. Yeah. If you have superpowers, aren't there more It could be funny. <laughs> Girl, you better, you better not. Ooh. <laughs> so much sarcasm. Our, our, our first canceling. <laughs> Uh, um, I would think you could do so many things if you had superpowers that could earn you money. Yeah, they're like, getting people out of low-income housing to make room for like a Walmart or something. It's perfect. That's, that's okay. the dream. That's great. Capitalism, baby. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> the champions stop them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they record a message by saying that, you know, we did that. We were on assignment. Um, it's on paper legal but it was distasteful speaking strictly about this low income housing thing. Yeah. They lawyered their way out of that one. And he, you know, this, this, the strong lady says, I know this because we did it. <laughs> we were the guilty ones. <laughs> so they're recording this message online to send out, you know, of whatever social media aspect they want. Sure. I'm be real. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the strong, you know, this, this lady says, Oh, that's fine. Mike, I'll record you a little message. Don't care. Rips open the sign. They are making Champions Tower oh. a luxury condo suite. Ah, uh, okay. To take advantage of their namesake and their name right. So this feels very She-Hulk to me. <laughs> everything about this was She-Hulk. Yeah, big time, <sighs> big time She-Hulk vibes. Yeah, She-Hulk the TV show vibes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Nice. Yes. You're good. You're good. Which was great. Yeah. So. We skip to, so we're going to the next uh, issue, and we have a little bit of a detour here as we see that, obviously, the champions, they're they're whoring it out. It's on everything. <laughs> they've, tra- oh they've trademarked this. You know, they're trying to sell it to everybody, make a buck. Yeah. That's so funny. And we end up with Miles fighting Ms. Marvel because Ms. Marvel's pretty upset. She just doesn't know how to express it. And so she they take her to this abandoned building and she says I'm mad at myself and they fight and it's she made a movement, someone hijacked yeah. the movement. She doesn't know how to deal with the emotions of, from uh getting duped. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, so we see this thing where everybody's buying Champions gear. People are disgusted about it because they're trying to make money, and you know they're they're in this kind of conundrum right now. Mm-hmm. And we have the the freelancers coming back. We have a little little vision with or a little uh, vision's always omnipresent. This. Yeah, yeah, he's just kind of floats <laughs> in and out. But we have Viv trying to make sense of her sexuality um, and talking to Amadeus about it because he wants to make out with her or do again, whatever yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. And nice. Viv says, no, I think I, you know, I'm in good. her way of her very analytical, logical way says, I don't have an attraction to you. And I think it has to do with, you know, the male, I would guess. Yeah. They kind of pointed at the male part of it. Yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she kissed him. Not her thing. <laughs> no, not her thing. Um, Cyclops is just moping about because it's Cyclops mm. and he wants to go back to the X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's moping. I don't really care. I don't like Cyclops. So mm-hmm. there it is. Mm-hmm. Listener. There you go. <laughs> it's all fun and games till we have to do Cyclops as a reading. Oh yeah. God. It's going to be so long. Too. I'm opting I, out. Yeah. I, I get one. It's just, it's just Mike reading Cyclops comics. <laughs> I get one veto. It. Go well, ahead. You know what? That might be fun it will to never, shit on him constantly. If, if, I think if if Cyclops is picked, it'll be like we all band together and we all <laughs> load the die, the other five faces with like one hero. <laughs> I mean, uh, we would get a lot of uh, Jean Grey and uh, Madeline Pryor and uh, Emma Frost. That's fine, but we would have to read Cyclops. I, I mean, that's true. I don't think that's worth it. No. <laughs> uh, Nova... Just keep in mind, if we ever do any of those three characters, we're going to also get a lot of Cyclops. Yeah, Bobby's yeah. going to be real sad for a long time. Yeah, cause... because we... <laughs> I know he wants us to do Jean Grey, but, like, fuck. Like... Yeah, not a fan. <laughs> Don't need to hear about Cyclops being a, a Mopey man baby. bitch. Yeah, not uh, at all. Maybe we'll just do Cyclops only in the animated series. That's fine. Okay. Is he better? No, but oh. it's, it's <laughs> much more condensed. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Nova decides he's going to take matters into his own hands because there's this whole discussion about him being the sixth smartest person on the champions yep. and he I don't, is fine with it or <laughs> upset about it. I couldn't really tell. But it's he a says, statement of fact and he's not sure how to do, what yeah. to do with that. <laughs> the sixth smartest person. He does the smartest thing though and uh-huh. just posts a video saying we don't own this champion stuff. We are not directly profiting from it. Has anyone mm-hmm. thought of just saying not us? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Nova does it and that that's it. So <laughs> Viv, Viv goes home and gets grounded. Okay, yeah, that's she, the end of that issue. She stayed. She stayed out late. She stayed out late. Vision's upset. I, it, very odd. Yeah, their relationship is odd because she is a. I don't know. She's not a child. Yeah, she's yeah. A, a subordinate program. Yeah, it is. It is a, a weird, weird uh, dynamic between the two of them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we go to the next issue. They are all, you know, eating pizza, popcorn, watching a watching a movie, kind of hanging out, and they are just talking about, you know, their old, what they remember in the old times, what they did as kids. And Viv says, "I have made up memories." <laughs> wow, I, she's a bummer. Oh my god, she's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. So <laughs> Viv uh, decides to she she. Decides to go to the hotel. Um, she or she's in San Diego and she's trying to get back. She gets in a cab and she runs into another superhero. And this superhero is um, Red Locus. Ooh. So Red Locus is been hired to bring back somebody's son. Um, and she's of like a Latino background. Sure. Um. All right. 
I've never it's kind heard of a cool, of this cool little storyline. So she, this is probably my favorite part, was introduced the introduction of her. She stops this person. He says, um, "You know, I we're all chipped. Uh, this person who controls me is gonna blow off my legs if I don't, you know, get back and Good deliver fuck. deliver wow. this." And and Viv confirms that by apparently finding his, you know, uh, internal Wi-Fi detectors found an RFID <laughs> chip. <laughs> the Wi-Fi thing is wild in this. That it's a big deal that Viv can apparently have a Wi-Fi hotspot That's out stupid. of her brain. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, if you did have a person that was just like a mobile Wi-Fi, that would be pretty great. Dude, you literally have one in your pocket. I I understand, <laughs> but if I could have a person that my phone would connect to, so I didn't have to use data. I mean, just get a chip, dude. Get a yeah. 5G chip. That's my problem. I mean, I have 5G already. Like, and yeah. my phone is no, a mobile no, no, no. I'm talking about like, oh, in your movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right in right oh. the base of your neck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hell yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> so they go back to this chemical so plant that this gentleman was supposed to go to. And this person in an iPad said, how is morale, Mr. Gloom? And he says, hi, because of motivations. Okay. Because of the chips that he's going to blow the shit out of people. Sure, sure. Red Locust busts in there with Viv. Um, Viv says, you know, she wants to take a more logical approach. And Red Locust says, no, I'm just going to jump in. Jumps in and they're trying to free these people that are being held, you know, they Chip don't want to be there, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And <laughs> they kind of deduce that this leader of this says, I'm going to blow everybody up. They say, no, I don't think so. They kind of call his bluff that he's not going to die for this Mr. Gloom in the iPad. Sure. They rescue the people, you know. It, it it's fine. Um, the cops <laughs> the cops show up, uh, and Red Locust goes back to the cab she destroyed in the original in the beginning of the issue and says, "I'm gonna pay for your cab." Huh? And well, Viv, Viv, and then we go to a, a subsect of this comic. So, is who is the Red Locust? And she tells a story about how. Going back to the days before the, this area was claimed by the United States, the Locust Brotherhood protected nomad tribes, and um, they passed down this idea of the Red Locust that this costume got approved, and she only got it because she was the oldest, and she, you know, she couldn't, her parents couldn't have a boy because usually it went to the firstborn son. So sure, it was very, you know, patriarchal. Yeah, I gotcha. And she just happened to be an only child and a girl. So okay. she got the suit. She made a ton of improvements on it. And Viv says, uh, join the champions. Hell yeah. So sure. She doesn't come up again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, non, oh non-issue. I'm just not in any of my comics. So. Do, you, do you think she got her own cereal? Maybe. I wonder. Yeah. I'll start Googling. You keep going. Yeah, so we jump around a little bit to New Mexico where we see um, this one kind of jumped. I'm not going to lie. This was a a bit jarring for me um, because they go to a completely different kind of time frame, a different kind of move. And they go to New Mexico where they are holding Inhumans hostage in this pseudo town by a bunch of robots. And they somehow lost Ms. Marvel. Oh, no. It it's very it jumps around. They find out that this you know this is where she might be in this like lost town in New Mexico, kind of Area Fifty One ish. If I had to think of something, and they find a ton of Inhumans, just an obscene amount of Inhumans that they're keeping in like this camp, basically. Not super great. Mm-hmm. Um, they find somebody named Kamala who is dressed up as Ms. Marvel to stay safe, um, or to feel safe, you know, but mm-hmm. it's not actually our Kamala Khan. 
the Inhumans start to fight uh, each other because there's two factions, the ones that want to stay because they're, you know, safe here. They're, you know, obviously not doing well, but at least they're safe. That's Mm -hmm. their kind of, you know, way of thinking about it. Mm. And they say you you have to leave. They have this weird countdown thing. um, But in the end, they just decide to disguise the town with Viv. So they use like a, you know, she can... Yeah. cast illusions kind yeah, of but sure. they're you know Holograms. like a, yeah they're like <laughs> an active camouflage almost mm-hmm. they use that to camouflage the whole town from the military that was coming in to to get rid of the champions okay it was an odd story i didn't really I, care for all it. right that's weird that was the end of the issue i just I'd... want to give you a heads up red locust has only had 15 appearances total oh my god okay well that makes sense and all of them except for like five of them have been in uh various champions comics some of them were in outlawed but huh. uh not a super prolific character no yeah so we get to champions 11 and this one jumps around too like where they're trying to rescue people and they jump from person to person there's not any kamala so i'm gonna breeze through this <laughs> hulk and Hulk and Falcon are in this, and they're trying to find people. They can't really find people. Then we have Spider-Man, Ironheart, and Patriot. They are looking in an airplane. They can't find people as well. They're trying to deduce where these people went. Uh, Viv, Vision, and Wasp are also teamed up to find people in another sector of the United States. Um, And then they have a rescue effort conclusion with the champions, where they looked everywhere for this rescue effort. Something blew up. This thing jumps around like crazy. I actually didn't particularly care for the last two issues at all. Mm. They rescue a baby, and that's the end of the issue. Oh, okay. Sure. 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 I don't know if there was comics missing or what the case was, but it jumped around. I don't know if these were interspersed with something else, but it didn't. the last two issues didn't follow any sort of logical conclusion or logical Um, storyline. Okay. Your reading for the champions is leading into uh, an Avengers tie-in. Oh, Secret so, Empire. So. Yeah, so your your next reading is going to have all of the Avengers stuff in it as That well. would explain what happens in this one? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, like, yours, your next reading that you have is, like, Champions, Avengers, Champions, Avengers, Champions, Avengers, Champions. Like, that's literally back and forth. Every other okay. issue is a different comic. I okay. hate that. Yeah, it's very annoying. And I, the issue 11 is the lead-in to it. So, yeah, it, like, the, the story that you just touched surface on should... Should be explained in the okay next set well of all you need to know is that they're trying to rescue people so that's mm-hmm. really the gist of what they're doing is rescuing people at this point so okay. i think that's really all that um our listeners need to know is yeah. that they are going around trying to figure out what happened what blew up and to find the people that disappeared rescue so that's Rangers. it gotcha yeah. gotcha all right well i guess we'll uh pick with uh, pick up with audrey's reading after this brief break Welcome back, listener. Thank you for sticking with us here. All right, Audrey, let's uh, let's kick off with some Miss Marvel. Okay, we I have uh, Miss Marvel nineteen through twenty four. Um, I don't really remember who one of the character is <laughs> characters is. So when I get to her, I'll just ask. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'm so happy to be reading actual Miss Marvel again. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was so timely. So we're recording during like Christmas season. And um, these comics start with holiday season. You well, it's like Christmas season right PC. now, though. It, okay, 
I mean, Hanukkah's still happening too. Yeah. Sorry, it's holiday just, season. It's holiday Did you guys season. see that? I think it was the New York Times put out their crossword puzzle, and it looked like a swastika on the <gasps> first day of Hanukkah. You can't. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't think it was intentional, but uh, you can't though. Yeah, like because they they always do like a more uniform, like they yeah. do patterns and stuff like that, and uh-huh. it was like a spiral, and it looked just like a swastika. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah, that's pretty rough. It's a bad look. I think it was. I don't want to. Confirm that it was New York Times. It was it was one of the more famous crossword puzzles, though. Nice, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, it's a uh, it's rough. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Anyways, so uh, Miss Marvel uh, opens up like she's on a farm with her family. Her uh, brother and her dad are there. They're picking out a sheep because it is uh, Eid al Adha, and this is the day where they cook a big feast in celebration of uh, Abraham's sacrifice. Um, Oh, cool. uh, you know, sacrificing the son and then, you okay. know, being saved. Yeah. Um, so you get to see them. Oh, sorry. You get to see them just kind of chit chat and like, I don't know, talk about nice family things for a little bit. Um, his wife is there. Or, uh, Nobody Amir- cares about nice family things. <laughs> I will leap across the table and slice your jugular. <laughs> um, but we get to see um, Amir's wife, Taisha. Uh, she's pregnant. Very um, pregnant. They're very cute. Uh, Kamala's really upset that they have to kill a goat uh, because she got to meet the goat and she named it Flossie. And I was like, that's rule number one. Don't. Don't, don't name the goat that you know you're about to slaughter. <laughs> exactly. So they head back home. Uh, they're going to the mosque for uh, some celebrations. And on their way back home, uh, they get stopped by a roadblock, and um, a lot of the signs and, like, the road closed signs uh, say, like, bring back the real Jersey City. And, um, like, they start with this tone of, like, oh, everybody's coming together, we're all, you know, enjoying these good feelings, and then uh, they see this pretty jarring, like, division. As it goes on, they kind of inspect the signs and they're like this sounds bad and racist and um weird that would never happen right (laughs) and taisha's like what is happening here uh but it seems like divide and conquer tactics let's just go inside and have a nice holiday um so they have a big family meal zoe gets to come because bruno (laughs) who is uh in Wakanda at the time can't come and uh, Kamala's mom doesn't feel right if she doesn't get to feed at least one white person. <laughs> Which is, um, is so funny. Since we're talking about Zoe, do remember that she came out as gay yeah. in the last set of readings that yeah. will come become important later. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of important in this one, but they don't really address it directly. Yeah. Like, they're just, you know, she's just around. Yeah. Um, Kamala goes outside to have a walk. Uh, her ca- kind of brother-in-law, yeah, their brother-in-law and sister-in-law uh, joins her. And they get stopped by two weirdos uh, crouching behind a van. And they say they're a part of the... They're just two men with badges and hats. And they're they part say, of kind. Yes, they say they're a part of the Keepers of Integration, Normalization, def- and Defense and Deference Agency. Ooh. Uh, called Kind. Don't like that. Yeah, which is like not good. Uh, Kamala and I want to say his name is. Mm, they read it later. I I just don't know it. Um, but they're immediately suspicious of this, and um. Kamala's like, Mayor uh, Marchese would never allow some organization like this to uh, accost people in their homes. And they're like, well, newsflash, it's Mayor Worthy now. 
that weird guy who tried to poison a bunch of people with nanobots. Yeah, he's the mayor. And Kamala's <laughs> like, that's fucked up. Um, and he has ties to Hydra, apparently. I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Hydra's always just kind of around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's new leadership in town, and it's bad and racist and uh, really bad. <laughs> so <laughs> Kamala's like, I've been down this road before, and this is very bad. So I'm going to go find uh, who I think is responsible uh, because the the two guys they say like oh we we heard or it was reported by somebody that uh, you're harboring an unregistered superhero so she's like I know what fucking bitch <laughs> would know that and be out to get me um, and she goes on to she she goes back to some fight like back to the scene of where some fight happened i don't, i think it's when bruno almost got blown up i don't really know yeah so there there's a group that was trying to impress uh captain marvel oh yeah 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 there there was a they were like supers kind of they they had their own they mention it. Yeah, yeah it's super lights yeah the super lights yeah okay so uh yeah that's where she goes back to mm-hmm. yeah so she goes back there where they had their big conflict and she yells like becky come out of hiding i know you're the bitch behind this uh why are you doing this? Um, Becky does come out of the shadows and she says her name is locked down now and that Kamala's in the wrong neighborhood. And uh, right now she has like, she's got a desk at the mayor's office and she shouldn't try to fight her. Um, Fucking white people. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All the time. She's, she's pretty much like your little shindig is over. Uh, you can't, you know, out, outrun the law and I'm the law now. And she calls for her buddy Discord to uh, finish Kamala off. Uh, Kamala gets blasted in the back and a masked uh, villain in blue and he, a baton. I think he's got like a power pack on his back. And he when he punches with the little power thing on his arm, it does like electro punch. Yeah. So they fight a bit. And uh, Kamala's like, this is a great opportunity for me to flex my new stretchy powers. And she does a uh, Mrs. Incredible. like Oh, or, yeah. you know, Mr. Fantastic. No. <laughs> yeah. No. She, she watched, Why no? I hate that man. <laughs> she watched um, She watched <laughs> The Incredibles and was like, oh, yeah, I could do that, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, fair enough. Yeah. But, yeah, she gets to, like, bend and stretch her torso and stuff. So uh, it's just pretty cool. Um and she gets to use her new moves. She does pretty good. But uh, Discord is like, actually, guess what? I don't give a shit about you. And I hate you. And I've got a surprise for you. Um, and he, he zaps her with a bunch of like electric rings. And she's incapacitated. Um, she's like, take off the mask, you son of a whore. And he's like, really? Shut up. <laughs> so they argue a little bit. Uh, he asks her like what she saw when um that chuck worthy guy was trying to take over and kick out all the superheroes in new jersey yeah and kamala remembers like man everybody was really really mad at me so uh she's like well i remember the crowds i saw tons of people and he was like yeah that's right nobody likes you now go to bed and he knocks her out back at the house uh kamala's family is cleaning up after eid and um the the guy her stepbrother i i wish i remembered his name but the stepbrother comes back and he's like hey there's these weird agents outside and they're looking for illegal um (laughs) like he starts to say illegal superheroes but zoe interrupts and she's freaking out that they're gonna round up illegal immigrants and that she's been caught 
Uh, she <laughs> apparently was born in France, and her daddy and mom just never finished her paperwork, so she's been living on the margins of society. Um, but no, it's it's played for laughs. Um, so everybody's a little like on edge. Um, there, uh, Kamala's mom is like, okay. Everybody calm down. Um, Amir, I need you to go take this food to the neighbors. Uh, it's still a holiday. We still got to, yeah. you know, let's let's take care of our neighborhood. So Amir goes out with a big pot, which looked really good. It's like rice and lamb or goat. And it looked really, really good. Um, but he gets stopped by the agents as well. And um, they accuse him of being an unregistered superhero or having an unregistered superpower. And Amir's basically like, oh, LOL, that one time? No, I'm not a superhero. <laughs> and they're like, you just admitted it. And they take him in by force. And the pot of food is left on the ground. <laughs> that That's pretty tragic, actually. It, it I was, hate that. It was awful. <laughs> I felt very sad. Um, in issue 20, uh, all the covers for this series were really good. I, I like them a lot. Um, but we open with Amir getting interrogated and Amir doesn't remember the first rule of talking to cops which is don't talk to cops yeah shut your fucking mouth (laughs) shut up so he basically goes on and on about how um you guys are just trying to blame somebody convenient you have no case like the real culprits are still out there you just choose to ignore them because they're they look like you uh which is uh true and factual um so he has his whole solilo- soliloquy that he goes on and uh, Discord and Lockdown, I think is, what was her name? Was uh, Becky. And her brother, and... Uh, but lo- Lockdown? Lockdown. Yeah, yeah Lockdown. Her? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Becky, Becky St. Jude is Lockdown. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kamala's uh, stepbrother mm-hmm. is Gabe. Gabe Hillman. Gabe. I knew it was something short and I was going to say Dave, but I was like, that's not that's right. Close. I But I could, my brain was like, no, don't, don't do it. <laughs> Um, so they're listening to this and, uh, the, the kind agent that Amir is talking to is basically like, so you've just admitted that you did like have this power and you're not registered. And because of the law, uh, if you are an immigrant and you don't receive, um, like if you don't register your superpowers, uh, it basically voids your citizenship and you could be deported. And he's like, this is so dumb. Uh, I'm not a threat. I'm just a person living. And they, um, the guy leaves and he's basically like, well, I've got to talk to my superiors. And he goes to talk to discord and lock and lockdown. And he's like, Hey, this guy does seem pretty like on the level. And they're like, Nope, we actually have to keep him, uh, for reasons. Capital R. Miss Marvel, uh, back at the top of the water front is knocked out. And she kind of wakes up and uh, she doesn't remember where she is. And she sees Bruno and Bruno is a hallucination. (laughs) And he kind of gives her a pep talk. Um, Like, hey, you've done a lot. You've faced a lot of bad stuff, not done a lot of bad stuff. Uh, This is going to be really difficult as well. (laughs) So, like, just, you know, just get ready. Be cool. Be cool. (laughs) And uh, she... Wakes up with a start and she jumps and runs off. Um, 
she uh, runs to the clock. There's a big clock in a park. I want to call it the clock tower, but I don't think that's... It's just a giant clock. It's just a giant clock. I'm sure in Jersey, it's like a thing. I don't know. There's no tower. It's not even in a building. It's just a clock. No, it's just like a clock in a park, but there's a huge... Sure. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, there's a huge crowd around it, and they're chanting, like, chuck them out. And the new mayor, who was, like, he was brought to power by an emergency board sure yeah it, it's like a whole thing um he was given emergency powers and now he won't step down exactly exactly he's tail as old as time yeah basically a tyrant um but he says yeah we're gonna get back to normal only normal non-superpowered white people basically are going to be allowed in jersey city and the crowd's all fired up and um he sees kamala in the crowd and he's like and you're gonna go to jail and she's like guys can we <laughs> can we like not though <laughs> remember like when i tried my best to help all of you like constantly and, forever like the whole time and uh the people of jersey city are like no 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 that's new york stuff we don't want this in jersey <laughs> take your super ha- power that does feel very new jersey to me yeah it's yeah. like it <laughs> rejecting something strictly because it's New York-esque. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so she's trying to empathize with, like, the people of New Jersey, and it's not quite working. Um, and Chuck Worthy is like, okay, guys, come come out and get her. <laughs> and Discord and Lockdown uh, attack Kamala with a bunch of dry- flying drone bees. Um, they fight. She's winning. And... They're kind of like, all right, well, I guess we got to bring in the big guns. And it's literally like a giant drone with a billion little guns on the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) There's probably lasers or something on there. uh, Because in the next panel, like all of the (laughs) it shoots and it's just the biggest explosion. (laughs) Um, So Lockdown and Discord are talking to each other like did she die and they don't think she did uh she's probably just you know run away uh meanwhile at former mayor stella marchese's office uh it's just her and one aide and she's talking about like oh my god what a fucking ridiculous coup these (laughs) like i'm not gonna stand for this um (laughs) and I don't know. They're just kind of talking about what what led to them being there. Um, and then Kamala shows up at their door, and uh, she's like, "Mayor, <laughs> I'm trying to stay and do the right thing. What the hell am I supposed to do?" And Marchesi's like, "This isn't your fault. Chuckworthy's tapped into the greed of the people, um, and he's you know playing on their fears." A tale as old as time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not anything that currently happens at all. No, not at all. <laughs> so uh, while they're chatting, they uh, Miss Marvel gets called out uh, to the window, and Discord and Lockdown have arrived with a police, a prison van, and they start unloading in humans, and they're threatening her like, "Hey, if you don't turn yourself in, all these people are going to be at risk." And then uh, outsteps her brother. And Lockjaw points his, like, electric gun fist right to his head. And then the issue ends, and it's all dramatic. In issue 21, again, really cool cover. Like The, the covers are slapping <laughs> They're for... They're so good. Very good. Dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Kamala's faced with the uh, choice of saving her, her family or trying to keep her freedom, 
and it's really difficult. Uh, but she's like, okay, you win. Like, let everybody go, and I'll turn myself in. Um, Amir says, don't be a little bitch. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> you gotta fight this guy. And all the Inhumans, uh, that they've captured as well take the opportunity to attack their, um, captors. Uh, which is great. I like that. I think that's a big theme with the Inhumans. Like, every time they escape a prison, they're like, okay, let me fight these guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're second class citizens. Yeah. This. Yeah. They, they were supposed to be the, like the mutant replacement essentially in the Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. So it, it's very much played similar to the, the mutants where they constantly are getting rounded up. They're mm-hmm. constantly having laws and stuff like that made against them, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So yeah, not great. Nope. Not good at all, but that's the point. Yeah. So out of the chaos, Miss Marvel uh, does a big punch and <laughs> she's like, all right, guys, I will take these um, agents. Uh, everybody scatter. <laughs> uh, they start to run away and they don't really know where to go. So Amir offers like, oh, I can take it somewhere. Miss um, Marvel continues to fight Discord. And oh, OK, there we go. So they fight uh, the former prisoners uh, run to the mosque and uh, Sheikh Abdullah is like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> what are y'all doing over here? And Amir's like, guys, we, <laughs> well, he's like, Sheikh, we, we need a uh, sanctuary. Uh, I, do, I do like Sheikh Abdullah. He's, he's very funny in some he's of my comics. He's so funny. Um, he asks Amir, what's going on? Who are these people? <laughs> he whispers like, they look like liberals. <laughs> it cracks me up. Um, so he uh, provides them sanctuary in the mosque, but uh, pretty quickly the uh, kind forces are starting to break down the door. Um, they bust in with lockdown, and the Inhumans still want to fight, and uh, the uh, lockdown is quickly followed by Kamala and Discord fighting through like the door. Uh, Abdul is trying to make everybody stop because it's a place of worship. Uh, and they don't and (laughs) (laughs) weird he gets like knocked aside kamala takes a like a a pause to try and go help him and she gets blasted in the back pretty rough uh so she's like not doing so hot uh she tries to go into um the the women's uh wudu room which is where they do their ritual washing before they go to uh you know, to mosque and prayers and uh, discord follows her in and she's like, just stop. Just leave me alone. It's <laughs> like, no, I'm winning. <laughs> Did you just fuck off? <laughs> right. Uh, so she rips off his mask and realizes that uh, the villain of this whole thing has been Josh, uh, the football player who dated Zoe for a while. And he was abducted in that prison. There was a fake prison that he had to go in and it was rough. Um, so Kamala breaks down pretty fast. <laughs> She's like, why, dude? Like, we know each other. We live here. Like, you were one of my friends. And Discord's pretty quick to reject that. Like, I am an outcast. I'm a sad boy. And, um, like, you're a symbol of hope and I'm a symbol of nothing. Well, get good then. Scrub. So they're talking it out on the floor of the voodoo and... Um, after Kamala and Bruno left the waterfront, Josh was left to just kind of wander around on his own. And he was a pro- <laughs> like, he, he was just left there, which is not great. No. But he was free. Um, so Lockdown approached him 
and was basically like, hey, you want to be somebody? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. And he gets radicalized uh, by lockdown. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. He he kind of, like, I don't know, he kind of tells her, like, I I didn't have it so great, so, like, why wouldn't I uh, turn down this opportunity? And uh, Kamala's like, well, he was being really vulnerable with me. So I think, like, she didn't know what to say. So in response, she just takes off her mask. And he's like, oh, shit, it's Kamala. Weird. (laughs) So in issue 22, we go right back to where um, Kamala revealed her identity. And Josh is like, oh, my God, it's you? And he says that, like, a part of him always knew like that it was kamala because that mask doesn't hide much it's <laughs> but Masks never makes sense no no they never do no, same in batman don't. i don't get it yeah mm-hmm. i'm bruce wayne <laughs> yeah <laughs> but he was still like you know you're kind of playing against type like you're kind of geeky you don't like sports like i never would have thought you'd be this athletic superhero mm-hmm. and um she e- explains to him like i didn't choose this um you know I've just kind of been doing what I thought is best now that I have this. And I thought we were friends, dude. And he says, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Why you got to be such a dick? Right. So uh, they've kind of come to understand each other a little bit more. uh, But the door of the voodoo is like, you know, people are knocking on it, trying to break it down. And they're kind of like, well, what do we do now? Uh, Josh says that, well, you're still my enemy. I'm not de-radicalized yet. Um, It's going to take some time for me to not be radicalized. Right. But he does let her go uh, because she is not looking good. Uh, She, like, crawls out the window. And when lockdown bursts in with her goonies, uh, he tells her that he was overpowered and uh, Miss Marvel escaped. um lockdown is like are you serious you didn't just murder her and josh says you know what we're in this too deep now which means uh two things one you can't threaten me and if and two if this goes bad it's on you like i'm just you're the one in charge here um nakia and uh taisha are walking up to the mosque with a crowd of people. They're kind of, it's kind of funny. The conversation that they're having, uh, like as it cuts to them, they're talking about um, whether secular women should wear a uh, hijab or not. And it's just kind of interesting. I don't know. I liked it. I was like, oh, this is an interesting perspective. They're talking about capitalism too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, in the end, it's just like, okay, okay, let's stop arguing. We're all on the same side right now. And you see, um, you know, a group of Jersey citizens uh, marching up to the mosque with uh, a bullhorn and like posters. And they are demanding the release of the civilians that are being held inside the mosque and for kind to disband because they're an illegal security force. Um, I mean, true. Right. Um, the kind agents are like, why should I give a shit what you say? And Taisha pulls out um, a third court of uh, a third circuit court of appeals and. Um, Basically, they're they've reversed the decision to uh, keep Chuck Worthy in charge, and they want to reinstate the old mayor. Um, so they're now doing illegal things, and uh, the police come to back them up, which is like, sure, hell sure. yeah, go for it. Took them a while. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, the kind of agents don't want to go home. 
which is a choice that they're making. Um, and the guy that's kind of in charge is like, well, go get the superpower people and maybe, you know, we'll stick to the mission for now. Um, I do like that he has no chin. Oh, absolutely no chin. Just zero chin. No. He just kind of looks like a thumb. He really does. <laughs> Which is fun. It also looks like they have water guns. It does look like they have water guns. You're not wrong. They, they're kind of like blasters. Yeah. You know? But like the little blue goop inside. It, it, yeah. They look like super soakers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the old mayor is coming back. Um, she is uh, going to take back her power. And Kamala is wandering. It Like meanwhile, Kamala is wandering through the streets. And... Uh, her inner monologue is like, oh my god, I didn't even realize somebody I didn't particularly like could break my heart. Uh, but here here I am. Here's what's happening. Um, she's kind of, like, lamenting. She feels real down. Uh, she hears something from behind her, and that's Lockjaw. We haven't seen Lockjaw in forever. No, he's, no, he's here like to Lockjaw. make her Lockjaw is the best. Yeah. I was, I love this. Um, she, she tells Lockjaw, hey man, I really need some food. Like, I need to juice back up. Um, so he teleports them into a Mediterranean restaurant and she gets a big old euro. And um, the people in the restaurant are like, hey, so is it true that like the mayor was checked out of office and like these bad guys are running around? Um, and like. <laughs> uh, I don't fuck up a euro right now. Uh, it sounds so good. Uh, but they, they make a comment like, oh, my God, like. Jersey City is in chaos, and it feels like you're the only one who has its back. And she's like, you're damn right. I am going to stop those bad guys. <laughs> back inside the mosque, uh, Lockdown and Discord are fighting about uh, murdering your defenseless enemy. And then Lockjaw and Kamala come back in, and it's time to beat them up. Uh, Kamala gets real big. She punches lockdown so hard (laughs) that she uh, immediately calls in the big guns even though there's civilians there and if they shoot uh at kamala who's inside the building they're probably going to kill her too um to stop her from uh, like giving the order to shoot the the big guns kamala turns into a big blanket and like (laughs) puts she like i don't know what's the word she like what do you call it when you like put a dog under a blanket oh. <laughs> and they try and fight out? Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what happens. <laughs> put um, a dog under a blanket and they're suddenly fighting for their lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Discord says, "Ew, that's gross." <laughs> Everybody agrees, but you know, Kamala uh, is like, "I am not. <laughs> I'm not pulling any punches. Uh, we because you're not the law anymore. You're a bitch and you're arrested." So. Uh, she puts Becky outside and uh, the mayor is like, okay, time to arrest you now. <laughs> and the police officer who arrests her is like, oh my God, please let this be the last time you get arrested. <laughs> uh, so she goes away. Um, Amir and all the hostages are safe. Um, Amir gets to reunite with Taisha. They do a big hug and they cry. Uh, Lockjaw and Kamala are like, okay, guys, we did it. Um, and Sheikh Abdullah is okay, and he tells uh, everybody that the Islamic uh, Mahid of Jersey City is open, and it's time for the Maghrib, which is the sunset prayer. I'm probably pronouncing this 
wrong. Um, <laughs> so it ends uh, this arc with the little tagline, like, Eid is over and the pilgrims are coming home from Mecca, which is super nice. Yeah. Oh, well, it, <laughs> it it goes on about, like, uh, feeling safe in your home and uh, what you've gained and lost along the way. And uh, Lockjaw and Kamala walk off into the sunset and Discord or Josh slash Discord is like looking on regretfully. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you, Josh. But yeah. Mm, <laughs> I mean, he got radicalized in a forum online. <laughs> <laughs> that does happen a lot in here. It's like, oh, yeah. you know what? Internet's kind of bad, guys. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good place. And it's is actually it? like a whole arc at one point <laughs> with uh, Dr. X. Has it ever been good? Or prof- Yeah. No. No. It's always been bad. I mean, Yes. Neopets was pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Issue 23. Things are mostly okay now. Um, And (laughs) the news is like announcing uh, or it's like covering that Bruno has been given an honorary Wakandan residency. And (laughs) Kamala and Amir are watching TV and they're all (laughs) like, Amir's impressed. And uh, Kamala's like, oh my God, I'm over this. (laughs) I don't know what falling out they had, but apparently it was bad. So yeah, it wasn't great um, because he tried to blow some stuff up and he ended up blowing himself up. And uh, everything went bad. They had a real big argument right at the end of the last time we saw them together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then since he was super injured and he had the falling out with Kamala, he ended up uh, going to Wakanda instead Mm -hmm. and more or less breaking up with Mike Mm -hmm. as well. Oh, okay, okay. Mike is still in the comic, which is nice. I yes. Like, I like Mike. She, she sticks around for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a good character. Um, So they turn off the TV. Amir uh, like is talking about how him and Taisha are going to move out and get an apartment before the baby was born. And Kamala's already feeling lonely and going to miss her brother. Um. She lets him know, like, okay, I gotta go to school. Apparently, there's some new exchange student uh, from Pakistan, and the teacher's gonna make it my problem. Uh, <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> well, that's what she said. <laughs> um, in in homeroom, uh, the teacher announces that uh, their new student is from Karachi, and uh, that Kamala is gonna be the one to like make sure he feels welcome, give him a tour, and that he'll need familiar faces. Uh, she oh, can't- let me guess, it's the red hand. Red Dagger. Or Red Dagger. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You guys remembered more than I did. <laughs> um, I mean, as soon as they said it's an exchange student from Karachi, it's like, okay, mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. we know who they're introducing back yeah. in America. Well, and he's on the cover, too, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> Kamala makes a comment, like, familiar faces. There's two mil- 200 million people in Pakistan. Like, you assume we just know each other? <laughs> um, and um, they're pretty indignant until he walks in the room, and, you know, it's... <laughs> he's hot. <laughs> So, and she actually does know him. And she truly does know mm-hmm. him. <laughs> uh, so she's like, oh my god, Kareem? <laughs> and Naki's like, wait, you do know him? <laughs> so uh, they're kind of chit-chatting and um, N- Kamala introduces the group. Uh, god, I... There are so many words. I s- <laughs> my brain got mixed up. There we go. Um... Basically, they're like, okay, you're going to hang out with us. Um, And there's a big commotion that makes everybody go look at the windows. And it sounds like some train is doing a weird thing. So Kamala excuses herself to go to the bathroom. And Kareem follows shortly afterwards. 
Nakia Nakia is like, what's up with those two? And Zoe responds, uh, if you gotta ask, you don't wanna know. (laughs) Like, (laughs) they're gonna go fuck in the bathroom is what Zoe assumes. Um, Kamala talks about having anxiety attacks and um, when she's in costume, that kind of goes away because she has a routine that she follows. Um, So she goes up to the train. uh, She's trying to figure out what's going on with it. Uh, the train is uh, has brake failure and he can't put on the emergency brakes because um, like even though they're going slow, they're still going a speed that would cause the rest of the cars to buckle and pile up. Momentum's a hell of a thing. Mm-hmm, especially for trains. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of weight there. You don't have to be going particularly fast to do a lot of damage. Yeah, so he's going like 25 miles an hour, which isn't crazy uh kamala gets on top of the train and she's like all right well i guess i'm just gonna hang out with you until we go to pennsylvania (laughs) Um, and uh the red dagger shows up immediately afterwards and um she's like what the hell are you doing here and does not put two and two together i feel wait did they know each other's secret identities no correct oh wow that's dumb (laughs) they they should know (laughs) yeah no come on (laughs) uh, uh, through episode or issue 30 they still don't know each other's secret identities Children are dumb. Children are dumb. (laughs) Uh, But she's so surprised to see the red dagger here. And he's surprised to see her. And she's like, I live here. What are you doing here? And he's like, well, I recently came here. Um, And he mentions that he liked her other costume better, which I wish I could compare side by side. I just don't have it. Um, So he's riding along for this adventure. And uh, they work together to solve various train problems problems uh at one point there's a bridge that won't go down and uh, kamala makes herself big and like throws herself on the bridge to make one side go down and then uh red dagger does the other side and they <clears throat> they have great teamwork it's it's nice um everybody sees like them working together and all the people of jersey are really interested in the red jagger because he has like model instagram hair and he's attractive <laughs> um and uh miss marvel's kind of like man everybody hates me but they love this guy I- and i feel bad about everything so uh she's feeling a little tired and she goes uh to grab some food to refuel and even the people in in the yaya or like the convenience store mention um oh you got a new like team up he's cool who is that guy <laughs> and uh, it's like, been 10 minutes guys how do you know this already? <laughs> man uh social media is a hell of a drug <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh you know they're they are fans of hers um as well so you know it, it was just a little interaction um the red dagger asked like oh it took you so long and she's like fans and he was like oh you have fans that's cool uh and she's like no they're fans of yours <laughs> so you know <laughs> they said you had surfer hair um so they're just kind of chatting uh until the next train problem comes up and a high speed train is uh coming directly at the slow train uh in a tunnel and they weren't able to switch the tracks in time and that's the end of that issue the next issue has my favorite cover. <laughs> Red Dagger and Kamala are all like uh, wrapped up together in her scarf. And it's just cute. It's nice. It's a romance. Um, so they work together to switch the tracks and uh, make sure the high speed train and uh, the slow train don't collide. And they just barely get it to, you know, work and not not have the trains crash into each other. 
And I swear the conductor is like peed himself several times. <laughs> I mean, he's seen some shit today. Yeah. Yeah. He's mostly okay, though. Um, so while they're talking on top of the train, um, the Red Dagger's like, what's happening? You seem kind of like, you seem a little off your game. Well, not off your game, but like you seem tired and sad. Like she's doing her job well. Um, but he, you know, they catch up about what's been going on. Um, and Kamala's like, yeah, it's been bad. (laughs) Things are not going well for me right now. And he suggests that she takes some time for herself and like, you know, instead of trying to take care of everybody else, take care of yourself for a little bit. Um, and they talk uh, a little bit more about New Jersey and how it's really similar to uh, Karachi. Um, like things are a little old and worn down, but there's still a kind of like rough and tumble magic that holds everything together. And um, she's like, oh, my God, you have I've never heard someone else describe it that way before. And uh, that's exactly how I feel. And they stare into each other's eyes. <laughs> And uh, then they have to figure out how the hell they're going to stop this train. Um, the news is reporting on uh, the train, you know, because it's it's basically a slow moving crash um, <laughs> that they can easily follow. And Kamala's like, OK, we got to stop this. And she talks to the conductor and uh, they talk through a plan um, for getting the train to go up a hill. So they'll gravity will work with them and sure, sure, slow sure. the train down especially because jersey's filled with a bunch of like rusty old train tracks um they are able to find a route that will take them where they need to go uh kamala has to manually make sure the tracks line up so the train doesn't derail which is stressful and they're kind of in the woods uh red dagger's getting feelings like real quick she's like kind of relaxing a little bit now that they're away from the city um but then they realize the train has to go downhill before it goes uphill and with that added momentum they have to figure out how to slow it down uh so it will actually stop on the next hill um kamala runs to the back of the train and makes herself real big and tries to just drag it and slow it down um it does work, but uh, it's real rough on Kamala and Red Dagger is like, oh, OK, I got to go help her. Let me g- just get back there real fast. And uh, he gets back there in time as uh, the last train car uh, breaks from its connectors and starts to tip backwards onto Kamala. And Red Dagger like jumps and pushes her out of the way and they fall to the ground in a very big romance like hug. <laughs> so... The helicopters arrive, the police arrive, everybody's going to clean up the uh, the crash, and a bunch of reporters are there, and they're like, oh my god, wow, a new superhero boy with fancy hair, let me talk all about you. Um, and he, get, he gets swarmed a little bit. Uh, Kamala kind of walks off all on her own, uh, feeling really bad about, like, she's seen, she feels like she's been rejected by uh, the people she's been trying to protect and that anyone can do her job and there's no point in her doing it. Like, specifically Kamala doing this heroing business. Um, so she thinks to herself, maybe he's right. I need a change of scenery and I need to take care of myself. All right. The end. Oh, how'd you like it? I loved it. <laughs> it was so nice to just get to read Kamala stuff again. <laughs> um, it's it's well written. It's well drawn. Um, I like the stories. Like, yeah. I don't know. 
most of the time they, they do nice little mm-hmm. like four like four yeah. four issue like chunks and then they'll do like a couple twos in between and then do another four so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I liked it. cool all right we'll uh we'll finish off with my reading after this brief break Welcome back, listener. Thank you for sticking with us here. All right, so I'm going to pick up here. We have more Miss Marvel. I have uh, 25 through 30 here. Uh, so there's actually not a whole lot of uh, Kamala Khan in this. So this will go pretty quick here, <laughs> which is uh, weird. Um, we'll talk about why here. Uh, so we have a four-parter. So uh, we start off with someone getting paroled. Uh, we we don't really necessarily know who it is, but it's a weird, creepy looking guy. If you remember back, to, I I know this motherfucker <laughs> to issue like I think like ten maybe. It's Birdman. Yeah. yeah. So this is the doctor that made the Birdman. So this was the the sidekick, but wasn't actually a sidekick. He was actually the inventor all along, and the Birdman was actually the face of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's getting paroled for good behavior, blah, blah, blah. He's being real weird. But we cut to, uh, uh, you know, someone stopping a crime, and it is someone in the uh, Cap or Miss Marvel uniform, but it's very clearly not Miss Marvel. Stops the crime, uh, talks, to, talks to the person, They're like, oh, you don't, you look different, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so they go back to their basement, and we see that Zoe, Nakia, Gabe and Mike have essentially made like a Miss Marvel fan club and Miss Marvel's missing. Uh, she's not around anymore. And they're kind of picking up the slack. They're all dressing up as uh, Miss Marvel to stop like petty crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ends up being Mike a lot. And she's kind of she's kind of over that fact. <laughs> Does Mike have powers? Nope, not at all. So she has a giant like, uh, like you, you ever use like those uh, Hulk fists from the store? <laughs> yeah. It's essentially what she uses. It's just like a big fist that oh, she puts her boy. hand into. But That's she great. doesn't actually have any powers. Kamala took that vacation. She did. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll find out in issue four where she went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, issue twenty eight, I think. But anyways, so people are looking for Kamala. Uh, there's a lot of discussion of like, where the fuck is Kamala? The family will not tell anyone where she is. Mm. Uh, they're being real cagey about it. Kamala just kind of disappeared. Uh, people are like trying trying to find her and all this other stuff, but no one's having any luck for it. But uh, the the group's like, all right, we got to keep doing what we're doing. So, uh, Nakia's out, and uh, Red Dagger shows up, and's like, hey, you're not Miss Marvel. Where the fuck's Miss Marvel at? Uh, I'm looking for Miss Marvel. She's like, I'm Miss Marvel. He's like, no, you're not. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> but they talk for a while, and they're like, we, we don't know. She's, she's gone. She just kind of disappeared, um, and we're trying to help out. Um, <laughs> and th- this uh, old person shows up. This old person actually becomes important. <laughs> <laughs> he's in quite a few of these issues, but he's a little scooter. He he's escaped from the nursing home. Uh, oh no! So they're, they're going to return him back to the nursing home, and he, they return, and he's like going on and on about this laboratory. There's a laboratory, and like people have gone missing, and they return him. And Red Dagger, and um, th- this is Zoe. I believe she's wearing a wig. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. Are like, hey, something weird, something weird's going on. Uh, they go up to the second floor, and this weird, creepy little guy is like, no, you're not allowed up here, and blah blah blah. And then they get yeeted out by a giant machine. Uh, it, it's like a lizard, like a chameleon lizard. Aw, he's yeah. cute. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Uh, so, so Zoe's like running away. She gets her her hair knocked off, and uh, Red Dagger's trying to help her out. 
and she's like, she she goes, she's been doing um cross CrossFit, and she goes <laughs> up and punches the the chameleon, and it just roars at him, and then uh, Red Dagger is able to explode him, but he gets injured. So Zoe goes back to the basement and's like, hey, um, shit's kind of fucked out there, guys. This is <laughs> this is not what we signed up for, but something's wrong. So Zoe's now determined because she's like, there's something more going on at that nursing home. So people are still looking for Kamala, not having any luck. Zoe goes back to go find that old guy. And it's like, hey, wh- what's going on here? <laughs> what's going on? What do you know? He's like, I found the secret laboratory. I'll take you to it. <laughs> so Zoe and this old guy are now on a mission to this old laboratory. They go downstairs and Zoe's like, oh, no, there's there's robots. I, I know what this is. This is the inventor. So I they- just, I, lo- I got to say, I love how small this old man yeah, is. Yeah, he's very little. <laughs> he's very tiny. He's itty bitty. <laughs> Uh, so Zoe's able to smash up the um, the the little drone that gets to her, but you see a bunch of old people that are hooked up to the machines, kind of like we saw all the younger kids in the previous Inventor stuff. Mm-hmm. The old guy wants to go save some That's people. Pretty smart, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, the the Inventor shows up with a fake Birdman costume on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But uh, Zoe doesn't return back to the basement. Like, uh, so Nakia is very concerned. And Mike and Gabe are, you know, they start getting concerned. Red Dagger shows up and's like, hey, uh, where, where's your friend at? Like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, she's missing. So they're like, okay, uh, let's go find her. So <laughs> everyone suits up in their Miss Marvel <laughs> stuff, uh, which is pretty good. So now it's a team up with Mike, Nakia, and Gabe and Red Dagger to go save Nakia. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so through this entire thing, uh, there's been a subplot of the kamala's cousin looking for kamala he has a sandwich he for has her a sandwich <laughs> i saw that and it was oh, like the first episode or the, the first yeah it's, it's been going Jesus. on i i, I kind of skimmed over it because it doesn't become important until like oh shortly <laughs> but yeah he's been looking for the whole time he's he's actually going around like interrogating people <laughs> uh like asking where Kamala, like all the places kamala would frequent and like describing mm-hmm. her like have you seen her recently blah 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 well i, I saw that he said um i will uh, I'm going to deliver this perfect sandwich to Kamala or be mildly inconvenienced trying. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yay. So he, he's continuing his his quest. So um, we'll follow up with him at the very end here, but I just wanted to mention that he's, he's on a quest to deliver a sandwich. So the, uh, the Miss Marvel gang is uh, looking for Zoe, and they're tracking her phone GPS, and they make it to the inventor's lab. The inventor kind of is is doing his evil plan um it's kind of fucked but his whole plan is they went with young people last time but you know what people care about young people we're gonna use old people this time because they're already dead in people's eyes they just ship Uh, them off to the nursing homes and never think low-key brilliant yeah no one thinks about them anymore they they go missing no one cares this is a plot from um well this is like a plot point from ghost in the shell yeah, yeah. I, I believe it. Yeah. So he has a little, a little. Uh, well, uh, it's one of, it's like one of the show. It's uh, it's not Ghost in the Shell, uh, the movie. It's Ghost in the Shell. Uh, it's like Re Zero Remix or something. A band. It, standalone. It's an, it's, an, it's, stand, it's an anime standalone complex. Wait, was Ghost in the Shell with Jessica Alba? No, that it, it was Scarlett Johansson. Uh, the very much Asian Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. <laughs> what was Jessica Alba that I'm thinking of? Or am I just um, totally misremembering? Neon anything? Flux. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't remember. I've never seen that. I've never watched Ghost in the Shell. So. Oh well. Uh, mm. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm just 
Some people are better than you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what the? F- I'm wow, joking. Jesus! I have strong feelings. Because I don't watch anime. No, it's anime <laughs> related. <laughs> no, it's just uh, I love Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> what the? F- I know. Yeah, Jesus. I know. That, was, that was a little harsh. Okay. Anyway, I've had wine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I, I I just wanted to read well, a little blurb from the know. inventor here. I judge everybody doesn't play a tuba. <laughs> I'm going to read a little blurb here from the inventor, kind of uh, summing up his entire ideology here. Um, So he says, The human race uh, carries so much dead weight. Individuals who consume resources yet contribute nothing, who merely produce waste as they shamble towards their inevitable end. Uh, Attempting to cull the younger generations was a mistake. They could fight back, organize, but the dying, the dying cannot fight back. The rest of the world moves past, looks away. No one will come looking when they disappear. They have already been forgotten. So that that's I low key agree with the first part, which is that <laughs> the human race carries so much dead weight. <laughs> um, uh, Thanos was right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so there's there's a he he kind of like he shits on the old guy and Zoe's defect defending the old guy and he's like but like the older generation shits on your generation constantly. She's like it's complicated, all right. <laughs> Just because you want to turn all these people into battery acid doesn't mean it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So the Miss Marvel gang shows up. Uh, they they they're constantly striking superhero like group poses the entire time. <laughs> it's very funny, but uh, they they fight off a bunch of the drones and stuff like that. Zoe like smashes some people that were like going after Gabe. Red Dagger's the only one with any actual like fighting experience. Um, okay, hold on, hold on. That's a Power Ranger like pose. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just the- specifically like. Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> okay. they, they do a couple poses like that. I love it. Uh, but uh, Zoe gets free during the, the scuffle, and Nakia uh, gets caught off guard by a giant robot, and Zoe pushes Nakia out of the way and gets trampled. She get she get crushed. Oh, and it's a big turtle. It's a giant. It's a giant robot turtle. He looks upset. Yes, uh, he's very upset. Uh, they're, they're beating up on the turtle, trying to stop him, um, and the inventor jumps on the turtle and runs away. Zoe's not dead, though. Uh, everything's okay. Thank God. Uh, but they're still like... <sighs> Seriously, that didn't kill her. No. Uh, but th- they have a whole like discussion like, hey, this has kind of gotten like way out of hand. This escalated very quickly. None of us are equipped to deal with this. We're all just kind of like... So Bruno gets blown up by a door. Yeah. And this bitch gets trampled by... A giant turtle. <laughs> uh, she's built better. What can I say? <laughs> no, it's literally a running theme that the CrossFit keeps saving her life. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the whole group's like, "Hey, this is this is way out of our league. We need to call in some help, but we don't know where Miss Marvel is." And Mike's like, "Well, um, I did see Kamala drop a pin." That was for Captain Marvel, and I did happen to pick that up, and I did keep it for safekeeping instead of giving it back to Miss Marvel. So, like, I do a Noah person. <laughs> we have someone we can call. So they activate the little the little beeper, and uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel shows up, and all of them kind of freak out, like, "Ooh, you know, we didn't think past summoning you." And like, <laughs> Captain Marvel turns around, and it looks like all of New Jersey is under attack. Like, there's explosions happening everywhere. So, like. All right, you guys were kind of right to call me. Like this, this checks out. All right, final, uh, final issue of the missing Kamala arc. Uh, New Jersey's getting blown all to shit by the inventor. Captain Marvel uh, is like, all right, I'll go deal with this. The gang's like, no, we're coming too. And she's like, all right, keep the fuck up. I don't know what, like, what you want me to do about that, but keep up. <laughs> so they they run out. Um, Kamala's cousin does find Kamala. She seems to be at like a 
Uh, she's at New uh, the uh, Jersey City Heights. Um, uh, it's a it's a private school. Kamala has enrolled herself in a private school to get away from the world. She wanted a break. She wanted something different from everyone. The pressure was getting to her. Um, and he's like, "You're the glue that keeps all of these people together." She's like, "I, I don't want to be the glue that keeps all these people together." I just like. But she's like, this, this sandwich fucking slaps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... Okay, whenever there's like a food-related plot line in a piece of media, I want them to end it with them getting the food and eating the food and being satisfied by the food. <laughs> so this is great. Do you like cooking shows? I love cooking shows. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So anyways... That's her, all I watch. <laughs> so her cousin is uh, able to kind of convince her like, hey talk to the people like if you don't want to be the glue talk to them tell them how you feel don't just run away from all your issues and seclude mm-hmm. yourself away you can't ghost you just can't ghost no so that that's the, the conclusion of the sandwich storyline um <laughs> but uh the the inventor is blowing up a bunch of stuff in the city and captain uh captain marvel is able to just immediately grab him uh but the uh <laughs> the 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 giant people, the the kaiju, are still blowing stuff up, <laughs> and the the Captain Marvel group immediately strikes a pose again. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, so they fight all of these these people. Um, they're able to hold their own a little bit, but the inventor scene that is kind of going sideways clicks a button, and they they make a Megazord, which is pretty fun. Uh, they make a a kaiju Megazord. <laughs> The snake is holding up the turtle. Yep. And there's an alligator and an iguana. Yep. It's pretty great. Uh, so they make a Megazord and the group's like, ooh, that's not great. And Miss Marvel shows up to stop it. She she grabbed her mouth and keep it closed. Uh, so Miss Marvel beats them up and the inventor's like, no, this isn't part of the plan. Like, you finally show up. And uh, Miss Marvel gets electrocuted and shrinks up real good and... Captain Marvel's like, I got you. We're good. We're all right. She's like, but you're you're you know susceptible to electric attacks, and uh, Miss Marvel, dude, Miss Marvel would have owned this whole thing. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> they, they definitely just kind of like she's there, but she's not. She's babysitting. She's babysitting. She's babysitting. It's but fine. Captain Marvel's like, hey, you you're susceptible susceptible to electric attacks. Why don't you ever have Iron Man like? put something in your suit to make that not be the case. She's like, wait, that's a thing? And she's like, what's the point of being friends with Iron Man if you're not getting things from him? <laughs> um, but they kind of talk about their time in Civil War. Uh, Kamala's like, I thought you hated me because I was on you know, Iron Man's side because I was part of the Avengers. And like, I-, I thought I hated you and I assumed you hated me. And she's like, no, I never hated you. Like, you know, I was upset that you would choose that path blah 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 blah. sure sure sure. yeah it's they reconcile and captain marvel is like all right i'm gonna go take uh the inventor to medusa's uh like sky prison with vibranium in it and uh everyone's like yay captain miss marvel's back this is great Uh, we missed you we we tried to step in but we can't because you're you and we're not you And then, then Kamala also shows up back at school, and everyone's like, "Hey, Kamala's also back. That's fun." Not not putting two and two together that you know Miss Marvel <laughs> and Kamala both return at the same time. Interesting. <laughs> but they they have a nice reunion. It's fun. Um. So the next issue also great. It's very Archie esque. This is the best. Uh, sorry, yours were cool, Audrey, but this is the best one. Basically, because yep. I think this is Greece. Okay. Yes, it's it's Greece mixed with Archie and uh like marvel comics it, it's it's a great cover um so we have and the, a and the top yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's really good yeah it's great so we we lead off with uh kamala becoming an ant 
Yay! Everyone's very excited. Um, like the, uh, uh, her brother Amir did pass out in the delivery room, and he feels very much like a failure of a father because he's not being there for his wife. And once the ten weeks is up, he's going to be a stay-at-home father, and mm-hmm. his wife is going to go back to work. Nice. And they talk about like, hey, you have a wife that has a job that she loves. You get to stay home and be with your child. Like, that's a relatively unique opportunity. That's capital F fatherhood. Yeah. As far as so, I'm concerned. So, uh... <laughs> like, you're just being a father all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, Miss Marvel is... <laughs> Not... I don't mean it that way. <laughs> to looking at Charlie, who... <laughs> I don't mean it that way. <laughs> anyway, uh, Miss Marvel is super stoked. She's super happy. She's out on patrol. She's smiling. She's she's happy to be back. She's she's on cloud nine, and uh, Red Dagger surprises her, and um, he's like, "Close your eyes," and he pulls down his mask, and they kiss. There's, it's a big kiss. Oh my god! Um, Close but, your eyes. That's creepy. Uh, and he's like, "You don't have to keep your eyes closed anymore." She's like, "I I want to though." Um, <laughs> and then they get surprised because Bruno's back and just saw them kiss. <laughs> Shut up. Bruno, get out! <laughs> we were doing romance. Yep, he's and yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. So we cut back to Bruno returning, and he has someone with him, and they're like, "Hey, jump in this wheelchair." Bruno's like, "I don't want to. I have the exoskeleton." They're That's like, the same dude from before. It is. Um, so it's Bruno's having a hard time being, you know, you know, handy capable now. He has an exosuit too, so like he's fine. But they just don't want it like something going wrong in the middle of the uh, you know airport. Mm-hmm. Th- there's some questions to be asked. So Bruno and uh, Miss Marvel talk, and like she's like, "I thought you hated me." He's thought he's like, "I thought I hated you too." And like my time in Wakanda, like I realized that I was kind of dead weight there and. Like, I wasn't as smart as all of the other people that were enrolled in the school and all this. And he's like, I did kind of get kicked out for, you know, robbing the vibranium from the, the thing. So th- there was that, too. I don't uh, like Bruno anymore. No. He he is kind of a punk in this. I'm um, yeah. not, not big on him. But uh, th- they're like, they're like everyone come inside for school. And everyone's like, no. And then a, a new girl shows up. And she's a bitch. Um, <laughs> oh my god, she has the little hair poof. She has the hair poof. She has like the sideways head with like the hand that's like uh-huh. cocked a little bit, and she's just she's very rude. Um, and everyone's like Zoe 2.0. She's very gossip girl. Yeah, and <laughs> but yeah, uh, so uh, Bruno like takes Kamala's hand to like lead her inside or whatever, and then Mike, Nakia, and Zoe show up, and Mike is very upset and kind of freaks out and runs off because things didn't end necessarily well with Bruno. Cause Bruno just kind of left without saying anything to Mike. He, he didn't like, yeah. he is a capital P punk. Yeah. He's a capital. Absolutely B- not. Yeah. So it, it's not good, but, uh, everyone's like, Oh, cool. Bruno, it's great. You're back. And then, uh, the new girls are just like being a bitch. It's Kaylee. It's K A Y L E E. Not the worst for- no. way I've heard- seen that spelled. Yeah, to be honest. But it's really funny because everyone's just like, "She's a bitch," and and then, um, and Nakia's like, "Wow, she's really." And then Zoe finishes with "pretty." Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. So Zoe's pr- uh, crushing on the, the new girl, and <laughs> Nakia's like, "You can't be allowed to have a crush on a, a snob." She's like, "But like, why?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Bruno doesn't know that she's uh she's out. Yeah. Or, so th- yeah, like, that, that- he didn't know. 
because yeah. he wasn't there. For yeah, he wasn't there out. for that. So he's like, yeah, everyone's like, yeah, Zoe really had a glow up. It's been great. <laughs> so Kamala and Bruno uh, leave to go talk and they kind of recap everything that happened uh, to each other and, you know, how their feelings evolved and all this other stuff and like how he hid his first girlfriend. He's like, I didn't hide her. You just weren't around and blah, 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 blah. Mm. And he's like, well, I saw you kissing and you hid that from me. And she's like, that literally just happened for the first time. Like, when yeah. you saw. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Bruno's being a bitch. I don't like him. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, Kamala runs out eventually. And uh, the guy that uh, accompanied him back from Wakanda, he's there to have a uh, thesis. He's slumming it. Uh, he, he's slumming <laughs> it. He's doing a thesis on American uh, mating rituals. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's very funny. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, his name's Quasi, I believe. Uh, and it, he's pretty funny. He, he had some com- uh, comic relief here. So Kamala freaking out, she runs to the mosque and uh, goes and sees uh, Abdul, and <laughs> she's like, "I kissed a boy, and I think I'm in love with a different one." And he's like, "You did what?" It's <laughs> like, "It's true. I kissed a boy in public, and then I found out that I might still be in love with my ex best friend, and I don't even know what to do." He's like, "What the?" F-? He doesn't swear, but he's like, "This is a catastrophe." He's like, "She's like, it is." He's like, "We have to tell the entire world. We need to call your parents." She's like, "We do." He's like, "No, it's fine." <laughs> the Haram police. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, we have to call the Haram police. <laughs> so they have they have a little heart to tar- heart, and he's like, "Hey, you got to just be true with yourself." He's like, "I've tried to instill all these values in with you, but I've never like put in like your like you being you and how to deal with love and all this other stuff." So you you really need to do that. And she's like, "Wow, this is a lot less yelling than I expect." He's like, "Yeah, and that's a failing on my part because like the fact that you thought that I would yell at you for coming with, to me with this is you know that that's a failing on me." So, um, Zoe goes up and tries to talk to, uh, Kaylee, the new girl, and she's like, I'm not interested in, like, crumples a, a locker in front of Zoe, and she's like, ew, that's not great. Zoe's literally just saying hi, and she said, I'm not here to make friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not The Bachelorette. Um, uh, so, <laughs> so Zoe busts into, uh, the bathroom where Nakia's trying to talk Mike down out of the toilet. Uh, Na- Mike just wants Bruno to go back to Wakanda so she never has to see him again. Fair. <laughs> To be, to be honest. <laughs> um, so Kamala decided to do like a patrol uh, instead of going back to school. Uh, Red Dagger shows up. Some dude like stole a thing. It's fine. It's whatever. They have a conversation. He's like, we need to, you know, figure out, you know, what we are, figure out what that kiss meant, all this other stuff. And like, you know, you know, what are we kind of thing? Like, what are our boundaries? Like, are we going to show each other what our secret identities are mm-hmm. and all this mm-hmm. other stuff? That's why I brought up the fact that they still don't know who's who, which is very stupid <laughs> at this point. But whatever. Right? Like, you got to know. I like that the bad guy says, oh, you should date that guy. He seems nice. Yeah, it's very funny <laughs> as she's taking him off to jail. I agree. Uh, but uh, Kaylee, the new girl, has already gotten like a click to follow her around. Um, and then everyone's like oh there's like this new bitch uh kamala's like sleeping on uh, on the stairs and she's like wait she's super strong and she's personable she must be an evil villain i'm gonna go confront her and it is a uh, evil villain that's there to get kamala she like starts choking her out and uh her eyes are red and guess what it's doc x uh, <laughs> the virus she's like wait we killed you and he's like unless you kill every single iteration there's still someone around so uh, I'm here to ruin uh, your life. Not gonna lie, I did not see that coming. Yeah, no, it was it was kind of it was a, honestly it was a weird twist. I wasn't mad at. Yeah. 
Um, so Kamala's like, oh shit, that fucked up. But Bruno goes to Mike and talks and I mean, it goes, okay. Like, I, I feel like Mike has more reason to be mad at Bruno than, uh, Bruno smooths over with this conversation, but sure. Um, so Kaylee walks by and they're, they're having a, they're having a dance. It's the spring fling since Zoe is no longer the head cheerleader. She's not in front of like, not doing all of the, the committee stuff. So Kaylee's taken over. Mm-hmm. It's fine. There's a power vacuum. There's a power vacuum. She's yeah. come to fill the power vacuum. <laughs> exactly. So there, there's a dance. Uh, they all get dressed up. They go to the dance, and uh, Kaylee's. You know, uh, everyone thanks for coming. Zoe busts in, and she's like, "She's a fucking villain." Uh, it's pretty funny. And uh, Kaylee's <laughs> like, "Whatever." Yeah. Anyways, no one's really like buying into it. But uh, Kamala like comes running in and like grabs onto the back of Kaylee as she like trips and falls and rips it off and it, she's like a she's a cyborg and everyone's like ew. Uh, so there's a fight. It's it's fine. There's it's a fight. Uh, I like that her skin falls off, but her dress does not. Yeah, yeah. She it's it's just like yeah, it's just literally like a, a glove type thing but yeah red dagger shows up to help out with the fight um they're, they're working great together again and the uh android gets zapped by a quali um and uh they're like ah oh, best you're the best dude you kill you <laughs> killed the villain this is fantastic thank you so much um so yeah uh he's like all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna go do some stuff and uh <laughs> uh red dagger and kamala are like holding hands and all this stuff so Kamala's cousin, his friend, has been was running him around when he was trying to deliver that sandwich. Well, now her and Zoe meet up, and they're like, "Oh, what up? Mm-hmm, How you mm-hmm. doing, girl?" Um, so that that's a that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> Alphabet Mafia. Yeah, so that's great. They, 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 now they're slow dancing in the corner. Well, uh, um, yeah. Well, Bruno and Kamala like talk. It's it's fine. It's okay. Mm-hmm. That's and that's good. it. That's so the end wait, of it. They still don't know who each other are. Nope. Red Dagger and wow. Kamala still don't it's know each other. Wild. Yeah, wow. it's it's absolutely wild. Not that, in a good way. No, it's it's a uh, the least believable thing about Kamala Khan to be honest, and mm-hmm. that's saying something. They had a bird person to lead off like their main supervillains. So, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, overall, pretty good. It's uh they're they're doing a lot more romances, a lot more like interpersonal relationships in this one. Like I said, there was missing a lot of Kamala the first four issues of mine, but it was <laughs> it fun. It makes sense. But it was, you can see the group outside of Kamala, uh, mm-hmm. which you don't often see. Like, they're always kind of around, but you never see the, like, interpersonal dynamics between the rest of the group. And mm-hmm. it's cool that you have Nakia, Zoe, Mike, and Gabe that are all friends now as well. So, yeah. it's cool. It's I the like good it. kind of filler where it gives you, like, character development. Yes, and that exactly. Kind of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I like <laughs> here for action only. <laughs> only action. So yeah, it's a I I would say good read for it. Yeah, I, like I it. missed reading Kamala Khan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so I'm good. Not, I'm not gonna lie. After reading the Ms. Marvel 2015 that you guys did, I was like, oh, the champions don't stack to this. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I can see where you guys were maybe coming from that you would rather be reading this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the first part of the champions wasn't too bad, but. It wasn't, it didn't have the same kind of, I don't know, like it was funny, but it wasn't like this did, charming. Yeah, it doesn't no. have yeah. the charm of Miss Marvel, because Miss Marvel is charming. That's the mm-hmm. thing, is the Miss Marvel Comics 2015 run, very charming, very good, would recommend. I also like the artwork better in this Miss Marvel true. run than the uh, the Champions. That's true. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's all we have for this week, though. Unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about? 
Cool. Um, didn't hold on. We we have to address it. What? <laughs> we didn't we We talked about Avatar we last week. Yeah. We, we didn't talk about Avatar on no. on the recording. No, cuz that was last week. That was the day before we went to it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so oh, we yeah, went, yeah, yeah. So all right. Yeah, yeah we all, you know, no. my idea we all went to Avatar. Well, okay. No. I bought single ticket to go to Avatar 2 opening night. And, and I wanted to go too. Yes. I messaged uh, Mike and Audrey and I said, I bought these tickets. And then Audrey immediately bought uh-huh. tickets. The, the seats right next to yeah, you. Which is awesome. So I didn't have to go by myself. Like yeah. sad person. Yeah. Um, boy, I wish I could take those three hours back. Oh. Yeah. 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 It was, Dang. Uh, it was pretty. It was yeah. pretty. And it, the fish were nice. Yeah. The, the fish were great. I I liked it more than I probably should have <laughs> because I was like, wow, look at all these fish. Yeah. It was. <laughs> I get it. Like, yeah. it was beautiful. Yeah. It was one of those things where it was meandering. It didn't focus on one character to mm-hmm. have a satisfying arc, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the, the, I think that was the thing that threw me off the most is, like... They they focus on the the youngest spoilers. son. Yeah, for spoilers. Avatar two, yeah. the way of water. They, they focus on the youngest son a lot, but he doesn't have a satisfying conclusion to his arc, in my opinion. Um, and the fact that like his whole thing is are he you talking ke- about bro. He keeps getting <laughs> left behind for like the big battles and everything like that, and then they he doesn't show up at all in the final battle no. until it's over. Like which is one of his main conflicts is he keeps getting left behind, and he literally gets left behind, and it's not resolved. Mm-hmm. And I mean. They really could have cut out, like, the middle, like, I don't know, hour and a half. This should have been a two-hour, 20-minute movie, I would say. Yeah. That would have been appropriate. Yeah. And it it ends up being, like, 3.30-ish. Approximately 3.20. So, like, I would say there's probably, like, a solid hour of just long water shots of nothing (laughs) that they probably could have cut out. Also, it was... was, (laughs) My favorite part. (laughs) It was an interesting choice to have the human in there because... yeah. Or the, the actual person, I should yeah. say. Because it made the... It was really jarring when in, they brought Spider in. Yeah. And then you saw him next to... Uh, yeah, the, to the, the kids. The Navi. And, yeah. And just having him in the same space as them. You, yeah. You re- remember the scale. Like, these are huge creatures. Yeah. Um, I felt like they could have cut out most of the parts where it was, like, focused on the human kid who was raised on Pandora and all the government earth people. I felt like a lot of that we could have just cut. Yeah. I, I, condensed. Yeah. Pretty hard. Yeah. I do. I, which it was is awkward. Which yes. is so, not good writing, which is really funny to me because like, all right, in the first movie, it's like, Oh, we beat, we beat the colonizers. We sent them away. All this other stuff. It's great. And then it hand waves like, oh, fuck, they're back bigger and better. Right. Like, how many years has this been? Because it's like. I I think it's been like 18-ish years because like the sons are, one of the sons is like an adult. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's like, how did you get from there to here so fast? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Yeah. like it's it's pretty hand wavy about, oh, they're back and our environment is destroyed. So we're leaving because we're, they're directly targeting me. And then it's like, oh, that's. Also, the fact that they had the, I mean, it was the same plot in terms of like, oh, this first thing in the first movie is unattainium. And then the <laughs> the second one is, they didn't say it, 
Came damn close, but Elixir of Life. Yeah. yeah. No, it really is. Uh, they found a fountain of youth in yeah. the ocean. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's the in way the of last, water. The last but, but again, battle was way too long. Oh, it, it was. was so it really boring. was. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a solid, like, I don't know, 40 minutes mm-hmm. from and, the time that the battle starts to, like, the, the conclusion of that battle, which I was like, this is almost an entire ass movie. This is just this battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't, I hated wouldn't Spider got his his pseudo dad and then just immediately swam back to the navi yeah he saved them yeah it was one of those things where it's like he didn't feel right killing him but then also didn't want to tell anyone so i guess the the main villain of the first movie had his mind implanted into a navi because reasons like essentially they decided (laughs) to download their mind into chips so that they could put it in navi avatars in case something were to happen so we essentially get the exact same villain but navi this time well yeah Yeah. that which i didn't like no thought that was bad um i i like i get them wanting to back up their brains for like cloning purposes because it it seems like they can just clone people yeah yeah so I which, don't know. Yeah, which it I, was just a lot. I guess yeah. if you're going that far f- forward and you're saying that you go to a different planet and do all these things, I guess that part I don't really have. It's like okay, yeah. fine, but like it's, it's fine. But he wasn't a particularly interesting villain, no. at least to me in the first place. No. I, I thought he was a really weak villain in the first movie. So the fact that they brought him back for the second movie to well, be the villain again, yeah. And the first movie was novel, right? And they mm-hmm. were introducing this simple character, yeah, and, and fine mm-hmm. because it, this was a whole new idea, a whole mm-hmm. new yeah. concept. So that worked for me because you're trying to introduce this world, you're trying to explain all of this. Yeah, and, you want a straightforward one-dimensional. Yeah, and villain. they did a great mm-hmm. job with it. And like yeah. in terms of, I thought. In the first one, they did a great job of explaining the whole Navi, the whole Pandora thing, sure. mm-hmm. because yeah. they did it through the eyes of this person learning about it, yeah. which mm-hmm. was clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then to go ahead and do the same goddamn thing with the same goddamn villain, well, and it's it, lazy writing. It is. He uh, literally has the exact same Jake Sully arc where he like goes and conquers the like the flying oh, beast and all this yeah. blah 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 blah. They do the same mm-hmm. like. Well, they have to learn the whole new culture. And it's like, oh, we're starting from square one. Okay, I guess. Yeah. There was also oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, there was one part that was uh incredibly like I almost stood up. <laughs> so when the kid is out on the ocean rocks all by himself, and that shark attacks him, the second son. Oh, oh yeah, that, yeah. He, the get, shark, he gets the, tricked out into the ocean. Yeah, yes. he gets tricked. The, out. the three three brothers islands. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> um, but he gets attacked by a shark. The shark injures his mount which is a bigger animal than he is and the shark turns away from the injured prey Injure, that is a better. larger meal yeah. and goes to attack the the skinny navi son and i'm like what fucking planet is I, this well that was the thing is it was chasing after and just stopped and turned around uh, and looked uh, at him he like wasn't yeah. splashing around right? or anything and it wasted so much fucking energy oh trying to break God. through all that coral to, like, just get to him. It was, like, it's such manufactured tension. Yeah, it yeah. was dumb. Like, I, I would have been fine, like, if there was, maybe there was, like, more sharks. Like, one shark went off and there were others yeah. circling and the tension was, like, oh, no, he's going to drown. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. And then maybe he would have found one of those underwater little pod thingies and be like, oh, there's air here. And yeah. then maybe he could escape that way. But they didn't do any of that. So no, no. I also yeah. had huge issue with the fact that they were like, you know, they the whole time it was we have to save these 
goddamn whales. Yeah. And, and <laughs> all life whale. is precious. <laughs> I swear, they just flew through those little, you know, uh, water cows. Like, they were nothing. <laughs> yeah. They just didn't give a shit. They'd be like, all right, we're just going to ride this and then see you, you yeah. know? Yeah. And they didn't give two fucks about the little water cows. No. Yeah. But everything else was sacred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That was so funny. Well, the water cows don't have song and language and Jesus. can communicate, apparently. So. Also, the first time oh that the little kid was talking to the whale, I remember looking at you and just giving the look of... How the, How did... Well, when, when the no, whale no. talked back, right, that was the thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was fine with him talking to the whale, but when the whale talked back, I was like, right? what the fuck? Well, and for me, I was like, there's no way that he would understand the whale. Yeah. No. You know? Like, unless this is a Pocahontas, like, Colors of the Wind kind of thing. Like. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Because that was the thing, is he doesn't actually find out anything about the whale until he goes into its mouth and, like, uses its uh, <laughs> oh. his, 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 his hair proboscis. No, it was to... so gross! <laughs> no, it was bad! Ah, yeah, the base the whale. of its brain yeah. Yeah, basically he, yeah, opens. He uses, he uses and... his hair cloaca to, <laughs> to tap fu- into the whale brain. To fuck the oh, whale. Oh, I hated tongue. it. I hated that. I hated it so much. Although when the <laughs> that, that, In hindsight, like actually like speaking through what happens in that scene is actually so much worse. It's so bad. Okay, what I don't understand about that whole thing, right? See, to go on the whale mouth, every other fucking thing on this planet you can attach to their antenna mm-hmm, on the outside mm-hmm. the whale had the goddamn antenna. it did it did oh yeah it had those two little yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're kind of like me. a catfish i was waiting for him to connect yes. to one of those yeah uh, when, especially oh when he was like God. riding or something like i thought that's how they were going to communicate but like no well that would have made more goddamn sense and like here's the thing if you're a whale and you're real big um like you got to be tough on the outside so i guess to me it does make sense like that their really sensitive parts would be like sure. retractable, that's, that's but like <laughs> just. But every other goddamn uh, creature. Yeah. No, he wanted that shot of the whale mouth closing and all those lights coming up, and it was like yeah. you know decorative. He wanted the yeah. the the the, the yeah. bioluminescent cave scene, but he's yeah. like, but whales. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Also, I don't understand when they say the the the, the, the Navi that Jake Sully is. Mm-hmm. Is oh. is the the jungle people the forest? When, yeah, and I thought they were the air people. They're like forest people. I don't know. But they specifically spent more time in the mountains on top of the 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 yeah the, the, the yeah the pterodactyls. You're correct. Yeah, <laughs> you're correct. Well, and <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking pick they're, a lane. they're the flying squirrel people. <laughs> they they live in the trees and they travel through the sky. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, there, it did give me a little bit of a weird <laughs> ick moment. Yeah. Um, when they, like, when the, so the, the like, in the first movie, it was one when thing. When fucked the whale tongue? No, well, that, that, that messed with me. So in the first movie, it, there's, they're already kind there's, of. There's tribes. There's other tribes. I understand that. Okay, and that's sorry. my point is they're leaning into the stereotypes of native people. Yeah. In the first movie they did that. It was always a little fucking weird. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I brush past a little bit, but as soon as they go to the water people, oh, which is very mm-hmm. supposed to be like, you know, uh, islander. Yeah, like, like yeah. island like, you yeah. know, yeah. The tattoos. Yeah. yeah. And like there's a lot of the like spear. New Zealand the, like and like yeah. Hawaiian culture a lot and all of the, more, uh, Maori and, and like, they lean yeah. so heavily into the stereotypes of it those just, things and then give them like 
fishtails, essentially. Like, it their feels tails bad. are now, like, finned, essentially, so they can swim better. And I was just like, ah, the, I, it, like, at first I was like, oh, cool design. And then I thought about it for, like, two yeah. seconds. I was like, ooh, like, they did. Yeah. Yeah. It feels more racist. Yes, it feels more <laughs> racist when we got more, like, <laughs> tribe representation. Like, like, here's the thing. Like, I want, um, I want movies and media that features uh, indigenous populations. I I don't want this. No. <laughs> I don't want it this way. <laughs> no. No. I and I don't understand. I mean, we're just ragging <laughs> on it, but I don't understand how it's getting good reviews on every uh, like, you know what? a lot of sites are saying this is like a five-star movie, a four or five-star oh. movie. See, I gave it, for me personally, I gave it 3.5 stars because I was like, wow, look at all these fish. <laughs> and the I, only thing and that- I wasn't expecting the plot to blow me out of the water. So... <sighs> it... I came is that, in... Is that a pun, I technically? Came, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, technically. great. I great. came, in, I came mm-hmm. in with very low expectations and left with lower expectations than yeah. I expected. And admittedly, I do have a vendetta already against Avatar, so I'm not necessarily an unbiased source for this. No. But it was one of those things where it's like the only thing that brought it up to two stars for me <laughs> was the cool fish designs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. the only thing that saved it for me because the visuals, fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the, beautiful. They're, they're beautiful. Advanced. Fish designs, very cool. Everything else, just, it's not there. It's yeah. a story. You got to, you got a story. Yeah. You have to have a story. <laughs> you got to do a story. You have to do a story. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just don't understand this lazy story writing. It's wh- getting so old and all, it, and it's movies, a lot of new movies, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just boring. Yeah. Um, and it is, uh, it is wild to me that they're filming two and three, mm-hmm. like, consecutively, mm-hmm. like, right away. And he's... Sla- they're slotted James- for 2024 and 2026. Yes. And the fact that, that James Cameron minute. was still like, hey, this movie needs to be three and a half fucking hours long. And while he's already filming the next movie. It's his ego. He, this, yeah. I, this, I understand he this ins- is a passion project for you, but mm-hmm. fuck. This mm-hmm. dude has an insane ego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very clear now. He, it, it, It's just wild. Yeah. I did like seeing Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords in the movie. <laughs> that was pretty nice. <laughs> right, but right. But no, it was like, ugh, it was bad. Yeah. Um. Um. Oh, there was one other thing that I was kind of like, um, this doesn't make sense for war. Um, what's that everything so- <laughs> i mean most of it but so they they just assume in the beginning like they don't have solid intel that only jake is being targeted like only jake and his family yeah oh so- are you talking about where they leave for yeah. no reason yeah. yeah essentially the first sign he he's raised his children to be warriors and the first sign that they're in any sort of danger he dips the fuck out and abandons immediately them. immediately abandons it, it's the, so his selfish because because yeah. he's like the leader yeah <laughs> like literally the leader you don't think people are just gonna destroy your hometown anyways yeah right exactly the, now, now they just think you're high hi- yeah you. which and is if what it's a they war do anyway it's a war on Navi. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, wow, you're just betraying all of your people so you can go save the people that you hang out with every day. Like, okay. You, yeah, and that's the thing. You, it's you've like, learned nothing. Y- yes, there's a specific bounty out on Sully, Jake Sully. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> but like, it doesn't change the fact that they're still just trying to indiscriminately kind of kill the Navi. Like, mm-hmm. they talk about pacifying the natives constantly mm-hmm. or pacifying the hostiles and stuff like that. Like, yes, there's a bounty up on, 
on Jake, but like that's mm-hmm. not going to stop them from killing all of the other people. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked that they made uh like the I like that the Earthlings made all of their robots themed for this movie. They made them crab robots. <laughs> they did make, they did <laughs> like make crab. They knew. <laughs> yeah, they good. knew that they were going to be in the water a lot. <laughs> okay, guys, this was water themed. We got to build all new robots. <laughs> like... And I was furious that they didn't once talk about unobtainium. Oh, not not once did they're, they. They're just it. like we're so far beyond mining now. This is a mission to to take over because this is going to be the new Earth that we like, can't breathe that, on. And to me, to me, that was the that would have been the coolest yes. rabbit hole to go down. Would be to like how are we going to colonize this planet? Yeah, how are we terraforming what, this planet to make what's it livable? The plan and and how that would have been cooler. Maybe fight back from that. Like yeah. that mm-hmm. first little bit. There was like a ten minute stretch where it was like, oh, this could be really cool if they go down yeah, here, and then they immediately were just like gone nope. yeah absolutely gone i hated it <laughs> yeah yeah I didn't they, like did, it. they did put that city up really fast i liked that and they explained it they were yeah, like yeah. those little robots it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like all right for sure we can hand wave that at least there's an explanation for yeah. it i was cool with seeing that part and that stuff like oh yeah we're doing robot like things yeah. it would have been nice if they had mentioned it though so yeah you know. all yeah. right two out of five. Oh, uh the font is still papyrus <laughs> great <laughs> two <laughs> out of five mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Charlie and I agreed on the, uh, an Avatar movie. This is wild. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. I really like Ocean Life. No, and that's fair. <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I know what you guys know. I'm telling. I'm telling oh, the people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, one of my coworkers was uh, talking about wanting to go see it, and I had obviously seen it opening night, and I was like. This very much feels like uh, Planet Earth or Blue Planet, mm-hmm. where you it's like a nature documentary. You throw it up on the TV while you're doing something else, and mm-hmm. you get the cool visuals every once in a while when you look over, but you really don't need to watch it. No. I think James Cameron should just make like an ocean movie about real ocean here on Earth, and I think he would be very happy. Yeah. I did, I did at one point. It was probably a harsher dunk than I needed to. But, you know, in Blue Planet, where, like, they'll, like, follow a specific animal and have, like, a storyline about that animal. <laughs> I was like, some of those are better than what this movie uh-huh. was. Yeah. Oh, if you guys have seen, uh, like, My Octopus Teacher, oh, my God, that's a better movie. And it's all in the ocean. <laughs> so, unfamiliar. It's, it's, a, it's this guy. He goes diving every day. Like, just uh, not scuba diving, but um, um, snorkel, like, snorkeling. And he makes friends with an octopus. <laughs> Right. And it's really nice. That already sounds captivating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's a tense we're, moment. We're, we've been there. dunking on this movie for 25 minutes now, so we're, we're going to move on here. <laughs> okay, but no, that was it. Yeah. Well, because... We had know, talked about the, doing a... Well, and for the last couple of weeks, uh, Charlie signed off as I'm Jake Sully, so I was, <laughs> I was like... I was excited. I, yeah, I, I and, and that's fair. I respect it. It's the, yeah. I think it makes sense for you to be excited with how you felt about the first movie so yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. uh so if you like what we do here uh we do have the link tree link down below with all of our various socials as long as they still exist they'll Mm. be there um uh, be a friend tell a friend leave a review it does something to the algorithm i don't entirely understand but you know Mm -hmm. do your thing they hear Um, you yeah uh talk to us if you want uh we like talking to people we i believe next week i will be releasing our phase four recap so uh, look forward to that. That's going to recap everything that we've essentially done since we started this podcast, uh, at least in the MCU universe. So um, I think that's all we have for this week. And I've been Mike. I'm Audrey. I'm Charlie. Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time. <laughs>